Parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. The secret to catching prize-worthy fish? Fishing like a local. Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. The valuable knowledge of a local guide can turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day. Go to fishingbooker.com to discover thousands of local fishing charters from all around the world and create your perfect angling adventure with their easy-to-use online booking system. Visit fishingbooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, We've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Is the best of two pros in a cup of Joe with LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, and Jonas Knox on Fox Sports Radio. How could you not be ready? Come on, man. We got week five of the NFL kicking off later on tonight. How about it, huh? Don't it's, call it a comeback. Yeah, it's the disappointment it's bowl. Years. Yeah, it's, oh. it's the disappointment bowl. I, come on. Come on. I, I don't know if we're there yet with, the, with tonight's game. What do you mean? Know, like through the first four weeks, though, we've had the most games within a three-point margin of victory in NFL history. Like there's a lot of parity right now in the NFL. Damn right there is. Most two and two teams I believe we've had in I don't know how long. And and you know that just means that a lot of degenerate flunky gamblers are just sweating their balls off watching these games down to the wire, needing a break, needing a cover, needing some sort of a play that's being made. By the way, for you degenerates, uh, make sure you go to DraftKings because right now Denver is a three and a half point favorite hosting Indianapolis later on tonight. So, yeah. so there's Can I that. give you a couple of betting numbers? Oh yeah. Yeah, feed me. Come on. Home underdogs. 17, 10, and 1 against the spread this year. That's 63%, I believe, that the math is. Underdogs in general, 57% against the spread so far. So, look, usually math people would say it's going to start to revert to the mean at some point. Like, you'll see those numbers start to come down. But so, so, so far, the dogs have had their day, man. Hmm. Listen, it's a doggy dog world there, Lavar. This is what we do. We bet on the dogs. That's right, right? dog. And you go, you go, you go. 
Mm. <laughs> that's, that's right, dog. Come on, LeVar. Get fired up. It's week five. Let's go. Yeah, we don't yeah, need no right. rounds. We don't need no dogs. <laughs> do- hey, more let dogs. me ask you this. Who do you think Peyton Manning's rooting for tonight? Who do you think it is? Because I, I, I believe it's the Denver Broncos, and he, oh, spent, he spent a third of his career in Denver as opposed to Indianapolis. And I just don't know that whether or not he's on uh, great terms with the front office and Jim, Jimmy Ursay up there in Indianapolis, but I think Peyton Manning is rooting for the Denver Broncos tonight. That's what I believe. Now, whether or not he's betting on it, I have no idea. I'm not going to make reckless yeah, accusations but, like but that. But you, you, you can't assume that because the fan – see, to me, I've always felt like the fan base outweighs everything else. Even if, even if I like, I didn't like the owner in Washington, and I don't support Ooh, little Danny? the owner, little da- little Laurel Danny, um, but I support the team and I support the city. Like I, I support the community. They can't, you know. Daniel Snyder can never take that away from from what took place. So I would never root against Washington to win. I would never wish them to lose because I'm a fan of the players. I'm a, flat, a fan of the, the community. I just, I'm just not a fan of the owner. So I don't think that he would be rooting against Indianapolis because of any type of bad blood between him and, and or Erse or, you know, or the, the team. You, you don't know? think it's kind of a little strange, though, that he's more closely associated with the Denver Broncos than he is in the Indianapolis Colts? Maybe there's not some bad blood there that, you know, you guys thought I was finished. Uh, you wanted to move in another direction. You had the Curtis Painter year just so you could draft Andrew Luck. You were ready to shuffle me off, and I go to Denver. I go to a couple Super Bowls, set a bunch of passing records. I just wonder if that really bothered and ate at Peyton Manning the way that whole his whole time there ended, and he looks at it with a little bit of I don't want to say bad blood, but I just wonder if he looks at it and just kind of gives him the side eye over the way his time ended there. That's what I've always been. I agree with you. I agree with you on that, but I don't think he has overall hard feelings towards the fan base and the team, though. Hmm. Well, I think we got. I think. I mean, Q, would you say you're you're able to separate the emotions of what you feel towards what a front office would do? Versus what, like the team, like the teammates, the the people that work in the building, you know, different things like that. You definitely could differentiate. I mean, I believe yeah, you can. Yeah, like the lunch lady and and all the yeah, people. One hundred percent. You're laughing. That's the that's the truth. That's true, man. Like, like, I, you, I, I, what do you mean? Like, lunch like I'll put lady. it this way. I, I got well, like the people who work in the cafeteria. Okay. You know, there's cafeterias there, or or yeah. the people that clean up in the locker oh, the, room, yeah. the people yeah. that that See, cut the lawn it, on on the field. I call like, them. Lunch I call lady. them uh, culinary specialists. I don't call oh, them lunch ladies. Again, slap, I, I care about terminology. Sloppy Joe's. Sloppy Joe's. Sloppy Joe's. What the hell are you talking? Ah, ah. It's from it's an Adam Sandler. Adam Sandler. Come on, dude. Okay. No, I mean, like I remember, like Cleveland traded my ass away, and that was a decision that obviously, by that point, it was year three, so we'd probably been through like three different general managers and on our second head coach, and just you know that's how that place works. But (laughs) I think I don't hold any like ill will or grudge towards the people there. I think it was just it was frustrating that. I didn't at least get like an opportunity to finish out my contract. Like that's that's what bothered me the most about it. Like it, it, I mean, even though I didn't get along with Eric Mangini, it's, it wasn't one of those things that I, I sat there and was like, oh, I you know can't wait to get somewhere else. I was like, man, I signed a contract. Like I want to finish this. It was no different when I, when I went to school at Notre Dame. Like I'd committed for four years. 
I wanted to finish that. Like, I, I, it's part of the reason why I came back. Like, I, I wanted to try to see it through and accomplish all the goals that I had in that four-year time span. I could have left after three and went pro. I, I, I chose to come back because I felt like there was still some unfinished business that I had. And so that, that was like one of the things that I think bothered me most about it. It wasn't the people because at that point in time, uh, Mike Holmgren came in. And I, I can't honestly, I can't even think of who the general manager's name was. I, I, I talked to him once on the phone. And I don't know that he lasted long there. Like, I know George Kikidis was there for a hot minute, and then he got canned after eight weeks or whatever it was. And I can't think of the guy's name who came in after him. So but, Holmgren came in, and he wasn't the GM. He was, like, overseeing okay. all of it. And we had had – honestly, we had one of the best conversations I've had with anyone. Like, And, and I eventually made my way to Seattle – where uh, our, our paths crossed again, and he looked at me and was like, that place, man. <laughs> he just like, shook his head and was just like, I could tell you so many stories. I looked at him and I go, I could tell you a lot of stories. I was like, he, goes, he said something to me about, um, uh, well, you know, not really knowing what I signed up for. I go, well, I, I could have told you. Uh, I was like, I was like I, you, were, you were you know trading me off, and I was on my way out. I, I could have told you my three years of stories there. And he just we just kind of laughed about it, but... He was. It was one of the better conversations I've had with someone who had had success. You know, he talked about his time with Brett Favre, and he told me he's like, "Look, you know, through three years, it's like you've gotten injured, you've had this, this, and that. I've seen flashes of things." He goes, "But he goes, I feel like you and the head coach don't get along." I go, "Yeah, I don't. We don't." And he's like, "Well, he's like, it's it's going to be hard to evaluate and how to work the situation moving forward, but like we'll be in touch, and, and I'll let you know." And and all he said was. He got to a point with Brett Favre where when they were in Green Bay, things weren't going well, and they took a vote. And I guess the entire staff was like, yeah, we, we want Mark Brunel. Let's put in Brunel. And he was the only one that was like, no, I want Favre. I'm going to stick with this. And I guess he pulled Favre aside and said, look, one day, either you and I are going to be hoisting up a Lombardi trophy or we're going to be sitting next to the, the trash cans <laughs> outside you know, after they can us. Yeah. And, and the reality is they ended up you know, going on to win a Super Bowl together. So I, I was just like, well, that was a great story. But I don't really know how that applies to me. It doesn't always, yeah, but I say it doesn't always work out that way for all of us. Yeah, I was like, I was like, dude, I don't, I don't, I, you're not my coach, and I don't think you're going to hang on to me much longer. So, you know, you know, we'll I, I, I want to say, and again, I'm, I'm just sort of racking my brain for like GM history in Cleveland, and and I just like I keep coming back to the name Tom Hackert. Like for some reason, I keep coming back to Tom Was Hackert. Was that his name? Was he with the Eagles before that? Maybe. I mean, yeah, because I, I know that he was sandwiched in between uh, George Kokinas and then Mike Lombardi. I mean, this is all yeah. off top. Of my head i'm just sort of just thinking going yeah. back in time like thinking the, about the, the funny history. thing was though is I th- i'm pretty sure holmgren was over top of him and so he had whatever general manager power he had but it wasn't quite the same and obviously like even as a general manager sometimes the head coach has more power like clearly you know eric mangini fired george kokinas who was like his college best friend after half the season and, and, you know, he what had more friend. power than the GM at that point. Yeah, trust me. <laughs> what a good dude. Yeah, trust me. <laughs> if, that, that, if that gave you a window into, you know, how that thing was run. That's great. All right, so let me ask you That's this. That's great. If you had, it's just like every time I hear you guys tell these stories about how cutthroat the NFL is, I go, this is ridiculous. <laughs> That'd be like LeVar, bringing, you bring in Jonas. Jonas is your general manager. After eight weeks, you're like, hey, Jonas, this, yeah. ain't, hey, this ain't gonna work. <laughs> this ain't gonna work, bro. Yeah. I love you, man. You're fun. Like, we had a good time. Like, you're my guy. Time? Yeah. I mean, uh, you, know, you, you can still come to the games, but uh, 
You can throw the hooks up. You just can't be here. You can throw the hooks. You just can't be here doing it. Not a lot here. Uh, All right. So let me ask you guys this. Who needs this win more tonight? Indianapolis or Denver? Based on the start of the season. That's a great question. Because I think it's Indianapolis. Do you? I do. I think it's Denver. Okay. The AFC South stinks. I know. I I believe the collective record of every team in the AFC South is sub 500 if you add them all up together. And that's the only division like that, I think, in the AFC, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, yeah, so they've got uh, Houston is uh, 0-3-1. and Yeah, there's a couple of ties there. Yeah, not a great division through and through. But I just look at it and I go, is Jim Irsay really going to sit here and put up with this season after what went down last year, his meetings he had with the front office, his meetings he had with, with uh, Frank Reich there, going out and getting Matt Ryan, blaming everything on Carson Wentz. I just wonder if this thing continues to go down the road that it's going where they don't look good, Jonathan Taylor's banging up now he was supposed to be your workhorse running back it wouldn't surprise me if Jim Mercer ended up doing something drastic in season trying to save the year and whether that means Frank Reich is going to be the fall guy I just don't know that Jim Mercer is going to sit around and wait until the end of the year after a clown out when they when they gag away that game in Jacksonville like they did last year I don't think he's going to wait around that long I think I think heads are going to roll you cannot get over the clown out, can you? It's just, it's funny. Listen, how are we going to make a statement as a bad football team? Dress up as clowns. Wow. You showed them. Wow. <laughs> you, wow. You did it, guys. Congratulations. Now grab a snorkel and go swim in the pool up to, up top uh, at Jag Stadium and have fun, everybody. So I just, I look at it and I go, I think, I think this is bigger for Indianapolis because if it plays out and it gets ugly the conversation's going to get louder and louder for changes there. And it can't be the quarterback because you already made those changes multiple times. Yeah, but I don't know that they brought in a quarterback that you could definitively say, yeah, outside of Wentz. I would say uh, the Wentz situation is is peculiar. But, again, I think we know who Carson Wentz is now. He's a commando is who he is. Yeah, I mean, 100%. (laughs) 100%. but but you bring in Ryan, and I don't I don't believe that you can say all right. Well, we brought in Matt Ryan, so now we've brought in every really good quarterback that we could bring in in the open market to see if this will work. That's not there's something more there than the quarterback. But you still can say you haven't brought in you haven't had a quarterback since Andrew Luck. You could really say that. So to me, and you had success, you saw success with Philip Rivers. So what happened so dramatically and drastically from when Philip Rivers left into retirement to now, I don't know. But I'm, I, I, I really think I'm with Q um, that this is a bigger game for, for Denver. Like they can't fall behind. Yeah. They cannot fall behind, and 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 with what you have going on there with the high high profile off season that they've had, um, they actually with a win here, they don't put themselves out of the conversation of are they are they turning the corner yet? Are they a good team yet? I don't think they do that with a win, but I think they put themselves closer to the conversation of stabilizing um, as a team versus going the other way and I think that that's more difficult that's a more difficult proposition even if the Colts were to win tonight well let me put it this way um given the fact that Denver just lost to Las Vegas Las Vegas is a one in three football team they win this week Denver loses this week technically the records would be tied but right now early on Las Vegas would have the head-to-head over them 
And, and, and you couldn't say that if you're Indianapolis and Houston because if uh, Indianapolis loses, they would still be tied with Houston yet. You know, that's assuming, by the way, uh, Houston would win. Like, I, the best-case scenario is like Indianapolis would be tied for last place, and then they had a tie against Houston, so I'm not even sure how the tiebreaker would work from there. But there's still a game ahead. They're still sitting in third place. Like I just and I don't know that Houston beats Jacksonville. I think a seven point underdog, something like that. So I just think even if you look at the standings and how a win or loss would affect it, to Lavar's point, Denver's the one that needs it more. Like they're the one that I think if you think of the think of the perception right now of Denver. I mean, right now, like Nathaniel Hackett has to hire Jerry Rosberg in season because so many people <laughs> were like just criticizing him for his bad, you know, clock management or overall game management, and so they make that move. I mean, it, it really seems like there's a lot of people who have a microscope on him and this team, and I, I don't, I don't know that we're talking that much about the Colts because we're everyone kind of shrugs, you know, shrugs their shoulders and goes, well. I mean, they don't have their best player in Jonathan Taylor. He's out for tonight. I don't know that anyone expects them really to, to go in and win outside of any, the guys in that locker room. And, and I just, you know, I kind of look and think, like, for the perception, if they lose and they're still they're a one and three and one football team, people kind of look at the vision and go, yeah, but it's the AFC South. You know, they'll, they'll, they'll figure it out eventually. If Denver loses, it's like, man, maybe this Nathaniel Hackett hire isn't working out. You know, I'm a little bit offended here because, you know, obviously I have access to a lot of this information and you know, I've got like secret codes and things I can Let's put in to get answers and information immediately. And so, like, you're just throwing out there like, oh, well, I, I believe the line for Houston and Jacksonville is at seven. Like, oh, why don't you just ask, man? Give me a second here. OK. Oh, yeah. I, I just love how quick his fingers work, man. I tell you what. You're not you the are, only person. You are one keyboard warrior, boy, I yeah. tell you. Jacksonville minus seven. Oh. Okay. Yeah, so just wanted to confirm that for you there. So I was able to I was able to uh, look that up pretty quickly here and get it done for you. So, again, oh. pulling strings. That's what these fingers do. They pull strings here on Fox Sports Radio, you know? Oh. You know Can I, mean? I throw out some general betting advice for all these divisional matches <laughs> we have? Don't don't follow my lead? No. My, my thought is, so, like, that's a, it's a seven-point spread. You really could go either way there. Uh, sitting at seven because there's a chance, obviously, that number you push. But my advice is like take the dogs. The dogs have been have been obviously winning at a higher clip, 57 percent of the bets this year against the spread. But not even that. Just in divisional games early in the season, you're still trying to get a feel for like how much parity there is. So far, it seems like there's a lot of parity amongst the league. Now, you know, I think someone arguing the other side might say, well, this is where teams start to differentiate themselves. And look, maybe you're right, but there's a couple out there like Tampa's at eight and a half point. Uh, you know, I think they're laying eight and a half. Or, Jonas, can you nine check that for me? Yeah, give me is one second. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's nine and a half. Okay. Oh, yeah. Wow. I mean, that's a big spread versus Atlanta. And I know, you know, Patterson probably will be out for this one, but I mean, that's another one you kind of go, all right, like, we'll see how these, how everything kind of squares up with some of these divisional battles. But I'd be on the side of the dogs with the bigger spreads. God, I love sports betting. I mean, imagine not betting on sports. What a loser. Like, just imagine, like, going through life going, no, I don't want to bet on that game. That's not any fun. I don't want to gamble on sports. Get a grip. All right, you are missing out. There is a party going on, and you're not invited. You're not allowed behind the velvet robes like we just broke down here on this show. So that works. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. 
Hey, it's Jonas Knox. And you know O'Reilly Auto Parts. You know, o o o o who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you'll find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts are knowledgeable, helpful, and best of all, friendly. And by the way, I was just at O'Reilly not that long ago, within the last month, and guess what? Needed some help with the alternator, had some questions with the batteries, they helped me right away, and did it right there in the parking lot. The professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Yokohama tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended installation near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerack.com sports to see their yokohama test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerack.com sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be Two pros and a cup of Joe here on Fox Sports Radio. It is the Fox Sports Radio tailgate presented by the Big Green Egg. Nothing beats the flavor of live fire cooking on a Big Green Egg. It's the most versatile grill you'll ever own, backed by a lifetime warranty. Roll with the best. Shop online for free delivery at BigGreenEgg.com. Lifetime warranty, free home delivery, BigGreenEgg.com. That is appropriate. Because Albert Breer is joining us here on Fox Sports Radio. He is a senior NFL reporter at the MMQB. You can get him on Twitter, at Albert Breer. And uh, based on some of the reporting and his own reporting on this, a hooligan 
Now, we're talking about the big green egg. <laughs> Albert Breer, upon seeing Dennis Eckersley call his final game as a Red Sox broadcaster, admitted on Twitter last night that he egged Dennis Eckersley's house on Halloween years ago. Albert, wow. what the hell is going on here? Wow. Well, so first of all, I am, I, I, I've heard great things about the Big Green Egg. i got a couple of buddies who have them, so I, I don't want to associate them with this sort of this sort, this sort of hooliganism, you know? Well but, played. Um, yeah, when I was, uh, so when I was a kid, Dennis Eckersley was kind of the famous guy in our town. And um, he had, he was pitching for the A's at the time, but for, had settled in Boston. And so um, I grew up in the suburb, uh, Sudbury, Massachusetts. He lived on Morris Road, and he lived a couple houses down from um, one of my good friends in elementary school. And his house, so, you know, you always sort of knew on Halloween, um, and I'm sure it's still a big deal for the kids now, but you always sort of knew which houses to go to and which houses not to go to on Halloween. And if you went to his house, there was no candy, the lights were out, but he left like a basket of signed baseball cards on the doorstep. So... Like, no one was home, or or somebody was home, and they just didn't want to answer the door. And you went up there, and there were baseball cards. There were signed baseball cards, so you could grab one. So, of course, you know, when you're 8, 9, 10 years old, that's like an invitation to vandalize that house. <laughs> so, <laughs> and again, I don't know. I, again, I don't know if Halloween is what it was back then, but when I was a kid, that's what Halloween was. So... Uh, my kids aren't yet of the age where I'm going to I'm sure I'll pretty soon with my oldest. He's seven now. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, you guys know, like, <laughs> I, you guys are the same age group as me. Like, that's what Halloween was when we were kids. <laughs> and if somebody's not going to be home on Halloween and do something like that, well, then that's an invitation for kids to have some fun with your house. I mean, jeez. He's a Hall of Famer. Those cards are probably worth something. Is that unfair? No. Is that unfair or no? So, so let me get this straight. You vandalized it because of him not leaving out candy and instead of leaving out baseball cards. Or you no, vandalized no, 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 it no, 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 no. because he was famous. No, 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 no. No, 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 Brady, you vandalized his house because it was clear he wasn't there. Like, you knew <laughs> – like, if, if you knew someone wasn't home – or you oh, knew, so you're saying it like, doesn't no, matter his status. Generally, no, because no. he wasn't home, you vandalize. No, I mean, it, it, it's like if you know, like, some 40-year-old yes. like, yes, guy isn't going to come running out of the house after <laughs> say, you. Say yes, Albert. When they hear cracking on the side of their house. Yeah. You're like, then that's an invitation for you to do it, right? It's See, harmless. That, that's, that's how Ohio State cats do it. That's, that's, <laughs> wow. <laughs> I don't know what this has. I don't know why you got to bring my alma mater into this. <laughs> <laughs> but Way more of those people when he was a kid than I was. Well, and, and we didn't just go around vandalizing for no reason. We had a purpose when we vandalized. <laughs> yeah, come on. There was a purpose. I mean, there was a purpose uh, behind it, you know? Like, usually you're like, all right, this person deserves it. Or it was just purely for the enjoyment of trying to make sure we got in the news. You know, maybe, the, maybe we were we that did. group that I, I mean, yeah. pushed over I mean, 17 Brady, this is 
this was definitely more of a like a for love of the game situation with us. Yeah, it yeah, wasn't like yeah. I don't think there was anything really personal with That's much harmless. of it. I think more more often than not, it was for the love of the game. Well, I mean, I think it's pretty clear why a lot of people hate Ohio State fans. So, there oh you go. Yeah. come on! I'm just Jeez. saying. I mean, Albert's again, representing the Ohio State fan base right now. That is true. Again, 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 you were around more of them than I than I was at that age. So you probably know better than me. <laughs> You're trying to sling me in this, <laughs> Albert. Um, let's let's talk a little Thursday night football. You know, we posed this question uh, earlier today. Kind of, who does this win matter more to? My question is, and I don't know if we really dug into it, if the Colts lose tonight, like, where is this organization at? I mean, outside of Jim Irsay pumping out music videos and leaning up against trees, you know, I, I, I think they're having a hard time finding their identity. Yeah, I, I'd agree. I mean, and if you look at it, the interesting thing about it, Brady, is that, um, you know, I, I would say, like, because of the division they're in, it may put the Broncos in more peril when it comes to the playoff race. The Colts being in the AFC South may save them, you know, and that they can go through some bumps, and it doesn't look like there's a team in that division that's going to run away with it right now. I, you know, that said, I'm with you. Like, it's just, like, for all the building that Chris, Chris Ballard and Frank Reich have done over the last five years, it sort of feels like have you hit a ceiling, you know, and – I, they've got a left tackle issue. Are they good enough at receiver? Are they good enough at corner? So I, I think there are a lot of uh, fair questions to ask. And, and this year, you know, they, they've gone through more turnover than they had in recent years, too, in that, like, now they're in their second year without Nick Sirianni as their offensive coordinator. Marcus Brady's in his second year. And they're in their first year without Matt Eberflus as their defensive coordinator. And they got Gus Bradley in there. Plus, they're on their fifth starting quarterback in five years. So, you know, I, 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 think it's, I think it's very fair to start to ask some of those questions. And you look at some of the guys that are, like, one of the foundation pieces, right, for, for Chris Ballard and guys like Shaq Leonard and, 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 and Quentin Nelson. And those guys, like, those guys aren't that young anymore. Like, those guys are right in the middle of the prime of their careers now. So if you want to take advantage of, you know, how well you drafted early on, now's sort of the time to do it. So I would absolutely agree. They're in a, they're in a very they're, – they're hitting a very interesting juncture in their build. And I, I think because we saw last year the itchy tr- trigger finger with, with Jim Irsay and how upset he was over the loss in Jacksonville, how that impacted their decision on Carson Wentz and to go to Matt Ryan. You know, a night like tonight under the, under the lights and, you know, a national television spotlight is going to be an interesting spot for them. When does that turn into the spotlight or the the focus of of the owner go to the coach? Like, are we are we nearing that, or is it still going to be considered the players? Uh, well, I don't think you can. I, I'm not sure at this point, Lavar, that you can separate one from the other. You know, I I think at this point, it really is like, you know. Because they struck out on Carson Wentz, because they've failed to like fully invest in a quarterback, and they've kind of gone piecemeal and and, and sort of kept band-aiding the situation um, after dealing with what was a. I mean, you can't blame them for the Andrew Luck retirement, you know. Like so, it's a really unusual circumstance. But we're talking about going on, you know, four years now. Um, next year will be their fourth year, or no, this is their fourth year without Andrew Luck. 
you know, having to kind of keep turning things over, turning things over, and turning things over, and not. Um, oh no! Oh jeez! Oh, no. oh no! Oh no! I think you guys are. I think you guys are watching. I think you guys are watching my Tahoe, my 2018 Tahoe, slowly die. Oh. Um, we're good. We're good. But I think this is. Okay. I, I, I think it's. Okay. I think it's hard. I think it's hard to separate players from coach at this point because you've already sort of done that. And, you know, now I would say Chris Ballard and Frank Reich really are responsible for every player that's in that building. So you're way, I think you're way past the point now where you can point and say it's the players, not the coach. Uh, Albert Breer joining us here on Fox Sports Radio. Get him on Twitter at Albert Breer, senior NFL reporter at the MMQB. So you've obviously covered the Patriots for a long time. I, I don't uh, – and listen, the Tahoe ghost is back. It is Halloween season, and so we are navigating through these treacherous waters with Albert live on the air. But when it comes to Belichick and where he stands sort of with the quarterback position and where the organization is at, is there is there some doubt – in New England that maybe Mac Jones just isn't the guy and I know he's injured right now but is there some questions about where they're headed based on what this team looks like right now from roster to coaching staff to the coordinators etc I think it's very fair to say there are some questions about their team building over the last couple of years and how much of the 20 years previous to that had to do with Brady and how much of it was Belichick and so I, I do think to some degree Belichick is on notice. And, you know, I, I think when it comes to Mac, really a lot of that is it, it's not like can he play because I think they think he can play, right? Like, and he can be a good NFL quarterback. And so for the next couple of years, I think they're fine because he's on a rookie contract. I think where the rubber meets the road for, for, for Bill is when decision time comes on paying him and is worth giving a second contract to. And so I think, like, if we're talking about making a major decision on Bill Belichick's future, I think we're still a little ways off from the flashpoint. I think it would be after Mac Jones' third year when you got to make a decision on his fifth-year option and he's eligible for an extension for the first time. You know, and so they haven't drafted very well over the last three, four years. That's no secret. Um, they've I, And look, like, this is a hot bar, obviously, but, you know, they, they, they haven't won a playoff game in, I, I believe, four years since Super Bowl 52 or 50, 53. Um, and so, like, I, I think the direction of the franchise is more of the question than anything else. And I, I don't think, you know, you're going to see the owner assessing whether or not Bill's back after this year. But I do think if you don't see major progress in the roster – and that decision point comes and meshes and matches right up with when you have to make a decision on Mac Jones's contract after the 2022 season, after the 2023 season. Uh, Albert, looking at this uh, this NFL season, it seems like there's times we get some coaches who are clipped early. I would imagine Matt Rule's seat's the hottest. Maybe I'm wrong with that assumption. Is he kind of the first one you look to and say if they don't start winning some games, it, it could be night night soon? Yeah, I certainly think he's like the one that's probably uh, got the hottest seat right now. Yeah, and, and and he's an interesting one, Brady, just because I think for right now they're okay. Like I don't think he's lost the locker room. Um, I like I think they've got talent on that roster, and so I think the owner, the organ, they they can tread water for the next month and a half and kind of wait and see. 
on rule um, because I do think like I don't think the owner wants to be wrong on this and the the investment they made in him and doing a seven year uh, sixty three million dollar deal with him is pretty big. Um, so like I, my 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 feeling is like for the next month and a half. It should be okay unless there's some sort of blow up in the locker room or whatever. I think you can you can manage that without there being any sort of long term effect um, to the team. Where I think the issue comes up, where, where I think this becomes a little bit of an issue, is when the college hiring cycle starts. And you know, I think you guys know as well as I do that was end of November, beginning of December last year when USC hired Lincoln Riley, when um, you know when LSU hired Brian Kelly, when Notre Dame hired Marcus Freeman. When Oklahoma hired Brent, Brent Venables, I believe that was all last week in November, first week of December of last year. And so, you know, when you get to that point, I think you're going to start to see these college programs wanting to talk to Matt Rule and wanting to kick the tires on Matt Rule. And that's when I think the temperature sort of gets turned up on this if things don't get better. If they win, obviously, then, you know, a lot of this goes away. If they don't, I think it's manageable for the next month and a half. And then, again, once you get to the college hiring cycle starting to get fired up a little bit, um, it might get a little bit awkward. It might come to a, a point where, where David Tepper's got to make a decision. Albert Breer, uh, you can get him on Twitter, at Albert Breer, Senior NFL Reporter at the MMQB. Before we let you go, Albert, I just had a question for you, because obviously we do have uh, a fan base, people listening right now on our affiliate, 920 AM 920 Fox Sports Radio in Columbus. So I'm just curious, uh, and I'm just going to throw a random number out here. Do you believe that Ohio State will probably beat Michigan State by more than 27 points this Saturday? It's up to 27. A random number you pulled out of yeah, your hat there. Again, I'm just throwing stuff out there. I mean, that was the first number that popped into my mind more than 27 what are we feeling more than 27 i mean based on what happened last year i'll say yes and they got to buy after this too so i I'll, I'll say yes but i would turn it over to the college football expert brady what do you think oh i'm laying the points yeah <laughs> yeah that's that's one way of, i'm not sure if you guys know this but michigan state was the worst pass defense in all of fbs of 100 100- that was last year, guys. This year they are improved. Of the 130 teams in FBS, they're currently ranked 115th. Jeez. That doesn't make any sense to me because Mel Tucker was like a DB. Mel Tucker's like a DB's coach, right? I know. Trust I was with him in Cleveland. I mean, it's been like the offense a, has been the thing that has kind of kept them afloat, but – yeah, they have not been able to cover down on anyone. And the worst part is is now they don't have the rushing attack that's as potent as it was with Walker. So, look, it's in, it's right. in East Lansing, so maybe you get a little home field advantage from bad weather. But this is, I think this is a better passing attack for Ohio State than what they faced last year. And they, they beat the right. brakes off them last year. Right, last year, last year looked like a seven-on-seven drill. So yeah, we'll say, I, I'll, I'll lay the points in that one. Okay, and by the way, guys, I don't know what it is. But that beeping had not come back the whole week. And then I, I, I swear to God, like, I, I don't know if you guys are haunting my car or whatever. But I, 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 I saw it and I was like, oh, crap. And now I'm pulled over in a parking lot with a car off. I think it was Dirty Mike and the boys, on. Albert. I think it was Dirty Mike and the boys when you paid your car a visit. <laughs> vandalizing. Oh, man. Vandalizing. Uh, he is, uh, again, get him on Twitter at Albert Breer. Albert, we appreciate it. Always fun, man. We'll do it again next week. Thanks, Al. Uh, thanks, guys. There he All is, right, Albert Breer, senior NFL reporter at the MMQB, uh, and always a, a good visit with him uh, every Thursday here. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern. 
3 a.m. Pacific. Hi, this is Jay Glazer, and you may know me from the world of football or fighting or even shows like HBO's Ballers. What you don't know is for my entire life, I have lived in something I refer to as the gray. Depression, anxiety. So now I'm coming out with a new podcast, Unbreakable, a mental health podcast with Jay Glazer, where each week, while we talk about mental health, I hope to describe it. Give it words. Listen to Unbreakable with Jay Glazer on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. And you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, We've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. (sighs) Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of general tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended installer near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerackcom sports to see their general tires test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerackcom sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be 
It's a Thursday night football extravaganza coming up later on tonight. We've got week five of the NFL kicking off. We've got the Indianapolis Colts on the road at the Denver Broncos. Uh, for those of you uh, people out there that like to get down in the gambling world, if you like to uh, place a little wager or two, as we talked about earlier, uh, we do. Uh, we are looking at a Denver Bronco team that is a three-and-a-half-point favorite hosting those Indianapolis Colts on a short week. Injuries are a story here. Uh, Javante Williams, the running back for the Denver Broncos, he's out for the year. By the way, that knee injury – Apparently he did two ligaments. Was it the ACL and the LCL? ACL and LCL. Yeah. yeah. So so that I mean, how much worse does that make it than your general ACL? We're looking. There was I saw somebody initially said it's going to be a long road back, like much much longer than just the typical ACL injury. Yeah. I mean, I'm not a doctor, but uh, I, I think when you include additional ligaments, that that probably complicates things. Yeah. Come on. Everyone's pretending to be a doctor nowadays. It's, yeah, it's the way the world. Yeah. Yeah. Especially sports fans. Yeah. It is true. Uh, yeah. And, so, so right though. Jonathan Taylor is going to miss his first game uh, in his career. Uh, never missed. Or, well, he missed uh, due to injury. He missed. I think he missed a game because of COVID, if I'm not mistaken. I think he tested positive for COVID uh, last year or the year before, so he missed a game there. But it's going to be his first game uh, with the ankle injury that he's missed. Uh, so you could see a, a backfield that would include Naeem Hines uh, also there. Um, and then you've got Russell Wilson dealing with the shoulder injury as well, too. So, listen, everybody's a little bit banged up here on a Thursday night, but uh, we get to see how it all plays out later on in Denver. So so there's that uh, There's that fun stuff. You think Nathaniel Hackett's nervous knowing everybody's going to be watching and he hasn't had the best luck in the world when everybody watches his games? You think he's starting to sweat it out a little bit there in Denver, Brady? What are you thinking? No, I mean, short week, it's tough to recover. Then you got to go play at you know, mile-high altitude. It, it, this is one of those games I think it could be close first half. Denver pulls away second half that uh, the altitude and all that gets to him. I mean, you just – it's hard to recover as it is on a short week. Then you add that to it. I mean, it's it's one of those where you get out there in warm-ups and you start getting going and you start kind of huffing, puffing a little quicker than you think. You're like, God, am I out of shape? And you're like, oh, no, I forgot. I'm, I'm playing a mile high. It's it's a real thing, man. That, that plays it's, – it has its impact. I had a great game there. Did you feel out of breath? One of my best, one of my best games ever. No, nope. I must have did, did well in high it? altitude. It was, it was, yeah, it was good. I enjoyed it. What'd it you was do? Raining. Kent Graham was our quarterback. Kent Graham. Now, That's an Ohio State guy, right? I could not tell you at this point. <laughs> do not recall. And that was the reason why I repeated his name. Like, I know he played for the Steelers before he came to us, and that was like kind of cool. I mean, I'm showing sure Notre Dame and Ohio State. Ken Graham. That's what I'm showing here. He played, I believe, though, at Ohio State. I, I mean, don't think he played at Notre Dame. He's got a lot of uh, a lot of connections here, that Kent Graham. Uh, by the way, Illinois guy, Kent Graham, if I'm not cool mistaken. Cool dude. Winf- I mean, it was Winfield, cool Illinois. Dude. Just yeah, top of my head. But we went into Denver and won. We went into Mount High and won. So that was uh, as a member of uh, uh, the uh, Washington football Washington. team, the Commanders? That's one of the few things I can recall. You know, I have selective memory loss to that. Okay. Yeah, but what, anyway, let, let's. Can I just ask you, what do you think your stats were for that game? Uh, like if I you don't had to know. guess, they, they, they were just, pretty good. All right, it's two thousand one, right? I think it was yeah, two thousand one. Sounds about right. All right. So, right. So, what, so like, if you had to like take a stab at this, what do you think your uh, your stats were for this uh, game? They're probably pretty good. They're average. You know, I probably had like, I don't know, I don't know, five tackles, maybe a forced fumble. Okay. Um. You know, I don't know. I'm looking at six total tackles. I was close. Okay. 
one tackle for loss. Okay. Two pass deflections. Yeah. And a fumble recovery. Yeah. yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Oh, there was a forced fumble in there, too. Yeah, I mean, listen. Pro football reference. They're saying there was no forced fumble. They could yeah. be wrong. They've been wrong before. Oh, they, they got it wrong. They said, uh, I think Pro Football Reference uh, said that uh, Bucky Brooks was like a two-time Super Bowl champion or something like that. And it was like he was a member of the Packers early in the season but was not later on. So he actually wasn't a member of the Super Bowl champion uh, um, Green Bay Packers back in the mid-'90s. So they've, they've been known to make a, a couple of errors here and there. Uh, when it comes well, to that's that, just so. a small one. I mean, come on. Like, yeah. That's, it's not a big deal. Super I know big. I made it about me, and I apologize. No, it's fine. Listen. I was just, it just took me back to a, a fond memory. I don't have many of them in the league, so, you know. Let me tell you, three-time pro bowler. That was, yeah. those were. I those mean, were that altitude does not affect you, apparently. No. Nope. Like it does it, everyone else. Uh, I did. I felt pretty good. It was yeah. a rainy day, you know. Good. Doesn't yeah. rain much there in Denver either. You know yeah. what? It was not a forced fumble. It was a pass breakup. And it a, was a pass breakup. And a fumble recovery. You got credit for a fumble recovery in that game. Yeah, it was a pass breakup now that I'm really thinking about it. Yeah. It was a it was a, a full back into the, the flat. Yeah, I remember that hit. It was a very nice hit. Yeah. Hit him flush. I, th- I want to say it was Griffin. Was the Griffith? Howard Griffin. Griffith? Yeah, yeah, I think so. He's the fullback. and uh, I think it was the fullback that, that year. Yeah, these, uh, so there it is. How about spanked it? him. I spanked um, him, I spanked him. You want, you want to hear about somebody getting spanked? All right. <laughs> Th- this is a disgrace. All right. This is a disgrace. All right, so oh, no, you no. remember that protester who ran on the field uh, during Monday Night Football? He's suing. And, uh, yeah, he got cracked, right? And he is so, suing. So here's the, uh, yeah, here's the latest on this. Apparently, uh, he's now filing a lawsuit uh, against uh, potentially Bobby Wagner and the NFL and, and maybe the Rams because of getting hit. So Peyton Manning, uh, whose uh, former teams are going to be participating in Thursday Night Football coming up later on, he had his Manning cast on Monday, which uh, I don't watch because I actually want to watch the game. But he actually uh, did a little play-by-play on this guy getting smoked on Monday Night Football. Here's how it sounded. Here you go. Oh, yeah. There he is. is there he is. Not- yes. Oh, yes. yes. That's what we're talking Wagner. about. Wagner. Wagner. Veteran. Right. Get him down. Now get Had out and tackle. let these guys take over. Okay. What is this guy's gripe? He ran on the field. He tried to be a protester. If somebody runs on the field, you have full clearance to light them up, correct? Oh, you get the business. No, 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 no. You enter the arena, you, you get the real effect. I mean, I'll put it this way. I think Bobby Wagner is going to have a defense because what was that guy holding a smoke bomb? Yes. I mean, you don't know what he's going to do with that. I mean, once he enters that arena, you have to be able to have the ability to protect yourself. That's like a, a stand your ground law. So you want to enter the arena like you get the business. And by the way, why don't these arenas and these these owners who are making millions upon millions of dollars – Figure security. it out with security. My God. Like, <laughs> the, the players have to do your job for you. I mean, it's almost like a good Samaritan who sees a shoplifter and no security in the store wants to do anything, so you got to go tackle the guy to make sure he doesn't get away. Like, I, I mean, I, I actually absolutely hate the fact that someone has the audacity to now sue after they trespass in the first place, and then they're upset that they got knocked down. Like, what a clown. And, and by the way, you remember Monica Sellis years ago in the tennis yeah, match? That, that fan yeah, that shank. You get fan ran out of the court and stabbed her. Yeah. 
It's like you have no like to, to Brady's point, you have no idea what these guys have on them or what these people are doing. Like whether they're gluing themselves to a floor to try and make a statement, and the idea is going to come back and well, I'm going to I'm going to file a, a lawsuit against Bobby Wagner. He got smoked. He should have gotten smoked. Remember James Harrison tackled some guy yeah. and and, and yeah. took him down. I Anthony just, Schlegel hip tossed a dude at Ohio State. He was their strength coach. That was yeah. awesome. Wait, I remember wait, that. Wait, yeah. what? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Go look me... up Anthony Schlegel, oh, okay. a former linebacker, when he was their strength coach. A guy was running on the field, and he literally took him and he just hip tossed him, threw him on the ground. Here's the thing these players put too much time and energy and effort into it to allow some clown to come out there and try to take away the attention or whatever else. Like, get out of here. You want to protest? Go do it somewhere else. Don't do it there. I'm trying to look up this Anthony Schlegel. Oh, it's see, funny. Uh, oh, you'll find it. I mean, he, he, he hit, got he after the guy pretty the good. the S out of him. Yeah. Yeah. And he just lit him up. Lit him up. I mean, and we, and he slammed him on the ground. It was pretty good. You ever come close to lighting somebody up who ran on the field? I know you've talked about what your strategy would be. Do you ever? Do you ever? Will you ever see a streaker or somebody run on the field and just no. think, God, if I could get a clean? We shot. have streakers every home game at my high school. What? Coach, at. They, it's like a tradition. They they streak out a certain. Nowadays, like a game. true streaker, where there's like there's nothing on. They're just naked. They're not all the way. All the that's way not really a streaker, then. That's just a jackass. Like, that's what I'd say. Like, if you're going to do it, you do it. You're, you're, you're Will Ferrell in old school. Yeah, you nah, are fully naked running it wasn't booty. It was, it's not booty butt, but it's it's definitely speedos. I, I mean, it's as close to full, fully streaking as, as it gets to not being fully birthday suit, you know, appareled, appareled uh. out, so. I mean, every every home game. Who like who's are these students or these? They're students, and <laughs> I guess I don't. I haven't really tried to figure out who they are because <laughs> I'm in. I you know I'm in the game, but it's like a certain, and it's funny because they'll they'll do it at different different times. You can't get a tab on them, so you you're not going to stop them because we do. We have police that are on the uh, on the on the grounds, but. When they do it, I mean, you can if you're just if you're quick enough to hop a fence, run run across the field, hop the next fence. It's like a straight through run. They literally run straight through and are out of there. They're not coming back. They're not they're not there to watch the entire game. They they're there to do their streak. So, Steve, the you, prob- you probably have the same security guards every game, and they've they've basically never been able to stop this. And so, what's going to end up happening? Is they're waiting for the moment that they actually spot the person coming out of the crowd, and this like sixteen-year-old kid who wants to be a superstar during a high school football game because they don't have the balls to play themselves is going to run out of that crowd, go to run on the field, and get flatlined by one of these security guards. Going to get gonna lit happen. up. You don't think so? Nah. These guys have been wearing it. They've been embarrassed trying to do their job to protect you guys, and these a holes are running on the field. You know, down down in their boxer briefs to try and make some sort of a statement because they want to show off in front of their friends. These they they've been embarrassed. Time to put yeah. a stop to this. I just look. You enter the arena, you get the business. You want to see what it's really like. That's what you get. You're going to get schlegled. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I told you I was, I was doing that like fantasy camp thing the one time, and and 
all fun and games till someone tears their ACL and you go, hey, man, it's ain't a fantasy anymore. Now you're in reality. Like, that's what <laughs> happens. Like, dudes pop their Achilles, they tear their ACL. Like, that. this is real. This stuff happens. So Yeah, it's uh... – You paid 5000 bucks to come to this fantasy camp, man. Well, here it is. <laughs> and is you this will... the fantasy you were looking for? Yeah, you walked away with an autographed Don Joy. Have fun. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder I wonder <laughs> if there's a chance for this guy to win this lawsuit, though. I mean, when you think about it – there is no. the possibility he could he could possibly have have a case. I mean, on what grounds? I don't yeah. know. Yeah, I don't know. Like, it, I, I think I it know. states on most tickets too. Like it states pretty specifically, you're trespassing uh, if if you happen to enter the arena. So I, I just I don't know that he's going to have much of a case, and I don't know that anyone's going to you know sit there and Wanna say that it. it wasn't yeah. self defense from Bobby Wagner. What a loser! Yeah. Guy's a loser. Seriously, smoked. Oh. Got cracked. That's what happens, man. Got smoked. Yep. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought... In that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 